We almost did that. I don't think you understand how close we were. I was just about to do it, and then I heard you doing it, and it kind of made me pause because I was like, oh, we almost did that together. I thought it was perfect, and I thought that I covered up me doing it early well. No, I think you did a great job. <laughs> I'm drinking a little screwball. It's almost gone today. So um, actually, I'm going to give a shout out to my new D&D group. You have my, a new uh, group? It's the every other Monday. I think I told you that Chris is running. Oh, but uh, Destiny is one of the players. She brought a, a local mead yesterday and everyone drank a little bit of it, but no one wanted to carry the open bottle back home. Since I only had to walk next door, they voted me to, to bring it home. And since it only lasts 24 hours, I had to drink the rest of the bottle tonight. That makes complete sense. Is Chris's daughter playing with you? She is, but she did not yesterday. Oh, because I was like, that's weird that she was drinking mead. No, so. she was. She does not partake if anyone has a drink. So my busy season is coming to an end. Yes, this is very exciting. It is. And so I'm always told like that I get way more energized and I'm way more rowdy. And I'm always like, whatever. They're just noticing me more because I'm home. Mm-hmm. I'm like literally running around today. <laughs> like running around going crazy and i'm like so they're going okay maybe it's true maybe it's a thing maybe it's a thing because mm-hmm. it, that takes the busy time takes so much focus and so much energy that i don't realize that it's taking mm-hmm. and so then when it's not there yeah apparently i have all that energy that i'm not used to that is super awesome yeah, so it's apparently it's a thing, right? So you believe them now? I'm I'm definitely leaning that way, and I awesome. think people will probably enjoy me more because I'm so goofy when that happens. Yeah, I sense that a little bit. I mean, we talked for only a couple minutes before, but did you notice I got some new swag on? Um, is it the headphones? No mustache. Nope, I don't see the mustache. What happened to the mustache? I guess think of it. Oh. Wait till the next recording. I'm getting my hair chopped this weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just asked uh, my daughter. I'm like, last um, open house we had, I, I, ooh, is, is that a 27? 71. <laughs> she says, Ada gang. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the new shirt about? It's, it's the Ada gang shirt. It says Cardano. Where? I don't see Cardano. Oh, it does say Cardano. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I kept on pointing to it, and you weren't even noticing. So no, I'm I like, was I'm noticing. Spell I, this out. I was totally noticing. I didn't. So your uh, last, the last thing you went to. No, I was trying to distract right in the middle of from the story. shirt. You're right in the middle of a story. I'm trying to no, show I was off trying... my new fancy shirt. I was trying to, like, distract from your fancy shirt. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. In the Doesn't story. even work. <laughs> you were you were laser focused <laughs> on your Ada Gang shirt. The last uh, you said you said the last open house you went to, which seems like it would have been a long time ago. No, that was Brenna's. Oh, okay. But I had really long hair because it was like COVID season. Yes. So I asked the daughter if I should grow it out long for hers because I'm like, I got three months, I can get it long. Mm-hmm. But she uh, excited. She's like, mm, I don't know, maybe. 
but seriously, I was only doing the story to distract from your shirt. There was oh, okay. like actual reality to that story. <laughs> you were trying to show the shirt. And so uh, I started telling the story about <laughs> hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Try to steal my thunder. Yep. yep uh, anyone yep. listening and not viewing this, it's the uh, BitBoy Ada Gang shirt. And so. didn't you read a book by BitBoy? I am currently reading the book. You're currently. I actually just started it. Because for for the and just to be clear on anybody, like I'm not a super fast reader, but I really did love the Kin of Ata, but oh, I yay. ended up reading two books while reading that book, so it took a little longer to get through it. Yeah, so you enjoyed I, the Kin of Ata. I did. I really did. It was awesome. It's one that I'll put in my circulation. And don't you agree? Like I I I haven't read it, and you can see why I want to read it again. Yes. But I told somebody once, I go a lot of things that you feel about me when you read this book, you'll 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 be like, oh, I see where this all ties in. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. doesn't it seem like for like, you and oh, I, this all makes sense. Right. There's a lot of stuff in there that you and I are like, oh, yeah, that's that mm-hmm. makes total sense. Right. Yes, I agree. So I'm just like. I don't know why, but that book like resonated. That's the correct word. Okay. It resonated with me when I first read it. And I think it modified some of the things I do. Like one of the things that I think the book helped with and Mm -hmm. listeners, this is something that we've talked about before, but like, I'm a pretty firm believer. I believe in working hard, right? We're hard workers here, Mm -hmm. but I also believe in play. And I mm-hmm. believe in reflection. I believe I believe everything has to be in balance, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I eat a ton. I also go through times where I don't eat a ton. Like, I believe it's right. I I tell my my kiddos and stuff that doing too much of anything is bad. Yes. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Like too much of anything is not good. And if you do everything in the correct balance everything everything tends to work out pretty darn good it's yes. when you go one way or the other that things go go bad and like you know and part of that suffering as well like i think you need a little suffering in your life maybe not mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. but you need a little bit you know because that's it, part of that balance it kind of keeps things in perspective too i mean you go through a little when when things are too easy for too long you lose i think you lose track a little bit Yes. Well, and one thing that I, it's funny because I'll, I'll like tell my kiddos this sometimes, you know, similar to our stance on do things in your own time. Mm -hmm. Right. And like you doing the hard things in the morning, like if I'm going to have to suffer during the day, I kind of want to control that suffering. Like Mm -hmm. I want to decide. So, you know, like maybe go for a run in the morning, maybe take the cold shower. And then you're like, well, you're assuming you're going to suffer that day. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I'm assuming that's part of the balance. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm checking that box and you're like, well, yeah, but you're still going to suffer. Well, I try to make my suffering worse than whatever I'm going to deal with. And then whatever <laughs> I'm going to deal with is not as bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's, I mean, it, it goes back to a lot of people will talk about making those hard decisions but if you're making small decisions like decisions that you don't really want to make but making them 
when yeah. it comes time to make a harder decision, it's going to be easier because you're used to using that muscle. Yes. So yes. To say. I totally, totally agree. Um, so here is, I, I told Kilted there were two things I wanted to talk about and I can only remember one <laughs> right now. Like I, I, I have the, the feel of the other one, but I can't mm-hmm. like put my finger on it in my brain what it is, but I, I know for sure one of them. Mm-hmm. And that is, and I'm putting you on the spot here. So I apologize, awesome. Kilted, but can you take us through, you've talked a few times about how you went, oh man, my whole thing just went crazy. How you went from a, my, my computer is doing a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> You were fine. You just now started glitching. <laughs> like you were totally fine. And now... <laughs> everything's going like everything's going to hell right now, right? You're like you're like Max Hedrum right now, but your mouth is stuck open. <laughs> that is that is so amazing. Oh my gosh. This is well. <laughs> you have like surprise look on your face. Well, Sorry, anyone man. who has a chance to watch this, you are going to be so excited. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I can see it, right? So I'm not doing oh, but it, but I can see it. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's even <laughs> I've seen a ghost. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> for those of you listeners that are like, what the hell just happened there? Um, I had a controller that I kind of got out that I haven't used for a while. And I set it up before we started shooting this episode. Mm-hmm. And it was sitting on my desk and its light was on. And I'm like, why is that thing's light on? And so I I, <laughs> I went to shut it off. And I like, I don't know how the controller works. So I just hit the button to shut it off and it started doing a whole bunch of things. Oh, on my that's computer. hilarious. So I have no idea what it was doing, <laughs> but it, it is like updating for you. It was, yeah, it well, it started like a whole different thing. And like the controller acts like a mouse too. So I'm like able to use it as a mouse. So it's like awake and alive right now. And I actually don't know how to shut it off. Like, I'm like, how do I shut you off? Apparently not whatever I did. (laughs) So it's not shutting off is what you're saying. Oh, and now it just like took me out of that screen. I don't know what's going on. Okay. I'm not going to touch it anymore. So I apologize (laughs) people for the Max Hedrum. It went crazy. So, yeah. So that's my question, right? You said you've talked multiple times how you went from like a negative mindset to a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. Um. And people might think it's recent or might think it was from your youth. And so I kind of wanted to hear your take on, you know, how you accomplished that change from like a negative mindset to a positive, because you and I come from different backgrounds, right? Like Mm -hmm. I've always had my mindset. Yes. Right. Like I'm a calmer human now, but like I always just took it for granted that I would be who I was, right? Like Mm -hmm. you've known me forever. I've always felt comfortable more or less in myself and always believed that I was whatever I was, right? Like Mm -hmm. there was never that negativity that certain people like ever deal with, right? Yeah. But you have. Yes. That is an awesome question. It was, it's, is. I think something that I realized 
probably in high school is when you, you know, you're, you're starting to self-realize a little bit more. And, um, I, I want to say it was, it was probably like a 10 year process. Okay. I can remember like a time where it was definitely shit, like where I was definitely on the far side of the hill. And of course stuff still creeps up. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it, if it came from, this is hard to say. Cause I was, there was from most of what I can remember, there was always love. Okay. Right. Growing up, mm-hmm. but I can remember some of my early, early memories when that wasn't like that. Okay. Before Paul was around. Okay. And actually, this is some stuff that I've really been debating on putting in the book. And I think I will. Like, this is going to be quick. But um, so some of that, I think, came from my mom, who is who is a negative person, who is a very kind person and who people really liked but really she was like she just had really really negative thoughts so i think a lot of that came from her so seeing how she acted and seeing how that kind of affected things really helped with that but for but for me like a really big thing and i've talked about it before was was reading a tony robbins book and talking about like take a bad situation that like a memory that you can ha- that you have in your mind and basically change it like you're playing through paying through and you make the person a cartoon like if it was somebody being mean to you or something negative affecting you and just kind of change that whole thing so you're not dwelling on it so hard not that i i would say i was dwelling on it but just like to kind of release those feelings almost to release that negativity in you so about when was the Tony Robbins book like in your life? That was 20. I was, I was about, that was, oh, 2001, 2002. Okay. So you were in your mid twenties around. I was then. in my mid twenties. Now let's, let's do a little clarification for people just to make sure like y'all are on the, the same page as us. It's important to know Kilted is not a negative person and he never has been. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so when we are talking about mindset, we're talking about a little bit of a different thing, right? Like I don't remember a time when I've been around Kilted and he hasn't been just a positive person. And I can remember him very vividly in middle school. Right. So vivid memories of him in middle school and was kind of a positive person. I don't think that's quite what we're we're talking about. Right. So don't confuse our negative, positive mindset with being Mm. negative. Yes, I see what you're saying. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he was always a very happy person. (laughs) I when, when I say when just like with that question, when you said negative, I my mind goes to, I used to be the worst self-talker yes, like you can imagine. That's exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, right? Not that your personality is negative. Yes. You are a negative self-talker. Can you give us an example of a negative self-talk? Just like anything like, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm not good enough. This or that. So th- this is really interesting. We're doing a little therapy 
session Excellent. here, people. Like, not really, not really. But like, so I've known you for a long time. Mm-hmm. When you did things like run 800, mm-hmm. was that like a spot where you'd be like, listen, I can't run this fast enough or I'm not good enough? Or was it not that kind of a thing? It, I can, I have memories of it coming up during that time. Like in a 400, like being close to the end, actually this would have been, cause I don't, I don't talk about stuff like this a lot. Right, like we, right. we don't. So this is, it's kind of, it's, it's cool. It's good and bad. And it's actually, I take that back. It's not bad at all. It's only good. But so I, and this is not anything I've ever told. So I want to say it would have been, it might've been my senior year. It might've okay. been senior year at leagues and running the 400 and like the end is coming up and like that's hitting like, Oh, I'm not a top three, 400 runner in the league. Got so it. I didn't finish. I, I, I think I was, I forget where I was, but anyways, maybe it was even in that heat. I don't remember all those specifics, but I remember thinking that at the end and, you know, we were, we all trained hard. We trained, you know, we are in yes. very good shape, but not having that, you know, that kick. Whereas older, like ultimate, like running myself to like literally where you can't move anymore. And I never hit that point when I was younger. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. Yeah. That's, that's my, that's my wondering and my feeling. So those thoughts in your head were negative mm-hmm. and that was stopping you. And and it's an interesting, I want to say dichotomy, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you were on the outside looking in, you didn't have negative self-talk. You were incredibly confident, right? Mm-hmm. Like to, for our listeners to give you an idea of how confident Kilted was, he went to a bar. We talked about the bar just recently and he went to this bar in drag. Like, But I did do it for a paper. He went to the bar in drag <laughs> and there were people ready to throw down because he was in drag. Like East Lansing wasn't as that. That was not a liberal time in America that yeah. that was accepted and people were grumpy. And you you had the confidence to do that. You had the confidence to wear leather pants in Canada and get slapped. I did. And I did write that story already. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, I would not, I don't know if I would have had that confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I would. I don't, I literally don't know. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I was put in that situation. Although I think some of that can go back to me really, really listening to eight late eighties glam rock. Yeah, was a big yes, part yes. of my life. So, so dressing up like a girl isn't that outside, and wearing leather pants was nothing. Right, right, and that, but it made you appear like crazy yes. confident. Yes, and you never had issues picking up girls. You seemed good and confident. I was going to say that. I was going to say just the opposite. I think that that's another spot where it would have come in to where. Like, oh, like, you know, that girl wouldn't want to 
go out with you, this or that. But what I'm saying is from the outside looking in, you didn't have those issues. Oh, okay. So right? like I, I thought can, I did. <laughs> well, like I can go through and name quite a few girlfriends you had. Yes. Right. And you didn't ever seem to have an issue having a girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of, and so I think from the outside looking in, you didn't have negative self-talk, yes. but exactly as you're identifying, you did. And I think it's really important for people to know, like I tell my kiddos this a lot, like everybody is thinking these thoughts, not, I shouldn't, okay, people, I've got to be honest with you. I don't have those thoughts, but yep. for the majority of humans, mm-hmm. they have those thoughts, right? Yeah. And I said that it's totally okay to have that. It's totally okay to feel the anxiety, the fear. Mm-hmm. It's it's how you kind of respond to those, right? And yeah. one of the things that I would like you to chat about, for me, I thought you made a big transformation. The Tony Robbins book, for sure. Mm-hmm. But getting over that negative self-talk because I couldn't hear it. Right. Yes. So I'm, I'm, yes. I can't hear your negative self-talk. I only saw the image you're projecting, mm-hmm. but it, you could clearly tell once you went into multi-level marketing that the negative self-talk stopped. I, that's a, that's another thing that I, that I would definitely say that was, and that also, I think, came along with becoming a reader. Okay. Like I never, like I never read. I, like you can attest to that. I can agree to that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. and then that was one of the things that they were teaching, and one of the things that I bought into. Now, looking back now, that's not necessarily for me, but I learned a lot, and I'm super thankful it was something that I did. Because the books that I was reading were books, mindset and interacting with people and and stuff like that. You know how people talk about like contact highs? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if that's a thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if that's a thing, but I feel super grateful you went through that experience because I felt I learned so much from you. We had Mm -hmm. so many discussions as you were going through that, mm-hmm. um, one of the big ones that I always remember is like you had this thing that they taught you about going to the bookstore and just talking to people. Mm-hmm. And for me at the time, I wasn't that kind of person. And mm-hmm. so people out there, you're saying, what do you mean? You were super outgoing. You're crazy extrovert. For me, I'm not crazy outgoing and an extrovert. Like originally, mm-hmm. I just am who I am. And yeah. it, it wasn't necessarily that. Yeah. But that was something that those people were talking about. I'm like, wait, why can't I just go talk to somebody? They're never going to see me again. Mm-hmm. Why can't I go say hi to somebody? And that made me more of a person who like, and even now, right? Like, I was at Ford Field and I'm like talking to the people working. I'm talking to all these randoms and mm-hmm. my kiddos are like, how do you do this? Yeah. And I'm like, I just do it because I'm, you know, like you, <clears throat> once you start doing it, you're like, that's not scary. And it makes people feel happy. And yeah, th- it builds, it builds and builds and builds. Mm-hmm. 
So that's that's what I wondered was like that probably helped a lot because you started reading the introspection. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what you know why I had read the Tony Robbins like that was after doing that stuff, right? Because I mean, ultimately, I didn't do that for very long. No, I, did, I only did that for for really you know maybe it was not even two years. But, I would I mean, say I, not I think even it was years. over years, but. Yeah, it was it was something and you know, and people talk about it like if people get really excited or or it's something they're interested in doing, like you can you can make money doing that, but I think more importantly, the stuff that you can learn about yourself, about people is the is the hugest part. I mean, you know, I looked at it like almost like another like going to college again. Like yeah. when I learned that quickly. I really think and I think you can get a lot of that. This is funny. But I think you can get a lot of that now on YouTube and Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok. I think there's a lot of that stuff. Um, but I, I've, I've met a lot of people who've wanted me to do multi-level marketing, right? So mm-hmm. you were not the last. There's yeah. been tons of people who've talked to me, and and I'm always like, no, like, yeah, that's that's not my jam. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I love that you're doing it, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, but don't you want to do it and talk to me? And I'm like. And part of it is my relationship with money, right? Like mm-hmm. money is not the same metric for me as it is for others. And I'm like, yes, I think it's amazing for you because you're getting this education, mm-hmm. but understand that I'm not in that spot. And that's not, yes. that's not what I want to do. Yeah. But, um, and you, f- you feel like you're still growing in that way, right? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Like that's a constant thing for you to keep moving that mindset along and i think a a huge a huge jump was becoming a father i mean not becoming a father like you did no becoming a father how i have like and coming into it and and learning and and just talking with the boys and interacting with them and like oh i probably shouldn't say something like this or like that that's not really helping helping the cause right well, and then you also notice like the the pressure, mm-hmm. I would say, of like Momo, the littlest, is mm-hmm. a sponge, right? He's a sponge. Mm-hmm. And so if you give them negative feels now, those yeah. negative feels will get absorbed and they're like that, right? Like they keep going. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need that, right? Yes. Like, like Cal got a big dose of negativity for lying. And so did yeah. my girls, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm a really big proponent on not lying. I'm mm-hmm. really, really good with omitting stuff. I'm really good with bending things. I'm really against lying. And <laughs> yeah. people, people who know me know that's like, that's a thing with me, right? I really, I really don't like it. And I've had people ask before, Hey, <clears throat> would you lie to so-and-so? Would you lie about this? And I'm like, no. And they're like, really? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not that person. Yeah. They're like, oh, so you would tell them. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. I didn't say I would <laughs> tell them anything. Like, let's not get crazy here. I said There's I wouldn't lie. Huge difference. <laughs> There's a huge difference. Right? Yeah. And and like people who know me well, like, like know that personality flaw, right? Mm-hmm. Like they'll sit there and think back at a later time and they'll be like hey um i noticed that you didn't say no 
And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, but I asked you a question and you didn't actually say no. I'm like, right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so is it yes or no? And I'm like, I didn't answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason I didn't answer it. There's, there's a reason I didn't, and I'm still not answering it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm going to assume it's no. I'm like, you are more than welcome to assume it's no. Mm-hmm. You are also more than welcome to assume it's yes. Yeah. But you are I, making those assumptions. I'm you're not. making it. I am not going to confirm or deny. And in the famous words of chick mcgee deny deny deny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah amy said that the other day you do not videotape stuff you do not take pictures and you deny 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 and i was like that's hilarious oh my bob and tom she's like chick mcgee i'm like nice that's awesome (laughs) that's super cool yeah i was like yes so okay so i think that's really interesting about that so you still achieved a lot in your life that was hard despite the negative self-talk. I think for for me, the thing that, I mean, yes, the, the negative self-talk and all that. So I've overcome that, I feel, you know, so that's a huge, huge thing. But I think the the biggest, honestly, the biggest thing that helped me was that, uh, that I am a really hard worker. Like I'm not scared to do something. But you made it through college, even with that negative self-talk. Yeah, but I didn't really do anything. Honestly, honestly. I mean, you, you did, you made it through that, but part of that's the hard work. So the negative self-talk you're saying the hard work that ingrained hard workedness, if you will. Yeah. Overwhelmed the negative self-talk. Yeah. And it probably didn't help that we negative self-talked you all the time. <laughs> I Honestly, I don't know if it really bothered me. I mean, I guess it's not something that I, that I look back and think about, you know, right. like if I think about those times, like none of that comes into my mind. I we always razzed each other we did, about we everything. Did. But I seriously think back and I think if, if we were, today's generation what we used to do would be atrocious right like i i still (laughs) don't like i still remember vividly us contributing to your negative self-talk going you are never gonna learn these damn frogs shut off the fucking recording shut it off you're not gonna learn this like if you haven't learned it in two weeks, <laughs> you're but not going to learn. We all still know them. That's the glory. And we part. also know you learned them, even with us saying there's no mm-hmm. damn way, right? Like it didn't, it didn't make any difference. Yes. But again, that was hard work. Normal humans wouldn't do that kind of work. Yes. Right. You That's, might be right. I, I'm really confident. I don't think they would. I don't think they would do that kind of work. Right. I, 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 I see that we're running a little short and there was one thing that I wanted to cover super fast, yeah, although I do appreciate do. you uh, donating this episode to my, uh, hopefully, hopefully our listeners are paying attention to this and someone's going to really take something from it. Honestly, well, you know, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah, like if you're having issues with self-talk, if that's something that creeps up, I think a few big, big lessons from Kilted here, lesson one, read. Mm-hmm. like read and educate read positive stuff 
Like that's yeah. something I do every once in a while. Like I'll just go onto YouTube and be like motivational speeches. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it makes you, it, it makes you feel so much better about mm-hmm. life and it pumps you up and things are good. Like that's like, do that kind of education. Yeah. Oh, I think another thing too, as far as the self-talk from you guys, I've never really given a rip what other people think anyways. So that's why I think part of it too, doesn't like it didn't, it doesn't come up as something. Right. Right. Which that's like a whole nother episode that you and I would have to delve in. Like, why is it that we don't have like, we did when we were youths, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like I'm sure Mm -hmm. it bothered me when people made fun of my Garfield t-shirt in fifth grade or middle school Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. Like you can't wear that shirt every single day. (laughs) Right. Or, or maybe I felt bad when Kilted used to say, you have to brush your teeth once a month. Okay? Yes. So you, you know. can't eat Cheetos and drink eggnog in a small car <laughs> <laughs> and burp on people. <laughs> the reality is, it's like a lot of those things, like I would hear those and be like, hmm, that makes me feel bad. Give me some more Cheetos. Right? Like it didn't. So I wonder, that'll be another episode. Why is it that you and I hear those things? And we're like, yeah, cool. You're right. That sucks. I'm going to go eat more Cheetos, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Go to your MetaMask wallet. Yeah. Like, so why is that? Why is that? I don't know. That's a good so, one, though. That's a, that'll be the question for the next episode. So, okay. Your your thing, since I don't remember my other thing. Go to your MetaMask wallet. I'm going right now. I'm logging. Oh, okay. That's it. I heard you when you said it. Mm-hmm. Look what's happening when I'm going to my MetaMask. <laughs> so I don't think the uh, computer likes that I am doing things besides mm. recording our meeting, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you are back. MetaMask. Okay. I wasn't yeah, sure was if you had it open already. No, I don't. I did not. Okay. I noticed. Well, I have ETH. Recently received. I can't see it in my activity, but I, I have ETH. Oh, wait, that's the Kilted Balls one. I need go to, to switch. Go to your NFTs. Recently received. Oh, so I need to go to OpenSea, you're saying. You can go to OpenSea, too. I was all excited <clears> for a second. Oh, yeah, there we go. There's my wallet. My wallet has a dollar and fifty nine cents in it. <laughs> I was all excited because I, I thought NFMs. Got, uh, I'm like, ooh, NFMs, because when I first opened it, it had Kilted Balls wallet. So I was like, oh, look, I've got money. Oh, see, that's and I was okay. like, yes. And then you just totally faked me out. I, I do not. Yes, have I did. Money. Yes, I did. I don't have any money, and I'm I'm freaking out on the screen again. Yeah. So. Listeners, you don't get the experience of the Max Headroom. Right this now. one's a good one. The first one is the best. And yeah, this one, this one's pretty good, and it keeps like jumping back and forth. And look, we get the static on the top. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. What is that season shop? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Did you send this over? I did. Um, I'm selling it. There's a floor price of 0.36. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) 
That is amazing. So, uh, yes, if well, he's he can't screen share, but there uh, I am. the the uh, VCon, our tickets came in today. The yeah. drop happened. We don't know what they look like or anything. But, I heard uh, that it was going to happen soon, but I haven't. Obviously, my brain's been out of commission, so I haven't yep. been paying attention. But yeah, baby, thanks for sending the ticket. Should yes. I send you your old ticket back? No, because you can still get the um, you can still get the Snoop Dogg thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary was just talking about that, talking about uh, having the, you know, the collab and like setting up, and then um, what was it that um, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg did? What did they do? Did a collaboration or something? So he's like, I'm sure he forgot all about this other stuff, right? There it is, so, people. The V10 oh, tickets. Yeah. Right there. And uh, what's ETH trading for right now? $1,500? Uh, $1,565. So, just so you know, um, you could buy your own VCon ticket for 0.36 ETH, which is uh, somewhere between five and $600. And um, that's a pretty damn good price for two or three day business conference in, yeah, in exactly. my experience. Right. And this one is going to be um, much more business. So Gary's pretty excited about that. I'm excited too. I think that'll be awesome. And it's at Lucas oil stadium. That's going to rock. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a great time there. Mm -hmm. So maybe some of you should come visit <clears throat> us at VCon in Indy. That'll yeah. Sweet. You already have a hotel, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm so going to spoon you. Well, that's about the end of our time for our episode today, people. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you're always in our hearts. Don't be afraid to reach out. And this is Ballbuster signing off. Hilter Dragon Jerry, love you all.